everyone, it is Sally Rose here. I'm sorry we've been missing in action um, life. <laughs> and also, I'm just a slack ass when it comes to editing. Um, and also, a little uh, confession to Amanda, I also lost all the audio. That's not why it's taken so long. I only actually went the other day to edit it all, and I did, and had it ready to release. And then I don't know what I pressed, and I lost freaking everything Thank God. Uh, They're also making a documentary on us. And we had a film crew in our van whilst recording, recording the audio as well. So Rebecca saved us. She had all the audio. You can hear a little bit of the um, doco making at the end. I left that in there. And I hope you enjoy this, guys. Oh, and I'm enjoying... uh, Enjoying Poor Tom's Sydney Dry Gin whilst... Thanking all the gods for saving our audio. The label on this is spectacular. Like it's a beautiful dry gin as well, which is probably one of my favorite types is a London dry. But um, you can just look at this label forever and there is more things to look at. Um, And it's slightly disturbing. All right. I'm Sally Rose. Please enjoy today's podcast um, and I'll see you at the next one. Bye. Welcome to Gin in a Mug podcast, where myself, Sally Rose, and my good friend, Amanda Jane, catch up each week for a debrief. There will be some tough subject and some swearing, you've been warned, but there will also be a lot of laughs, oh, and a lot of gin. We hope you enjoy. Oh, there we go. Now we've got it working. Hey, Amanda. Hi, Sally. You know, I always swore, Sally, that I would never do a podcast, and yet here I am. Amanda's lost it. Um, I have. You know, weeping woman, give her a ticket. Kick her in the guts. I Let's go out and can't I just sit in my car and cry? It's a bit of a niche, <laughs> bit, bit of a bespoke boutique area. You may podcast. just see for us. I swear I have PTSD and I'm not joking <laughs> from dealing with the NDIS. The politically correct, comfortable phrase. I believe, Sally, it's called a life-limiting condition. Mm. Hoping for sponsorship? Yeah, just any local gin. If you want us to get drunk on your gin, we will. Um, we're laughing, but that's what we do when we feel like shit. So, um... So, cheers, Sally. Cheers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Great celebrities. But we're going to pretend they're not there, which is quite easy when we've got so much to talk about. Um, where the fuck do we start, Amanda? Well, where did we leave off? I, I don't even know. I didn't even listen to the last one properly, so I actually don't even know what was on there. Probably should have re-listened. But um, how about we just start with school going back? Oh, God. And so, I, school year. Oh, yeah. Um, we were just describing um, about, you know, new lunchboxes and things like that. And mm. I, just, I just had my uh, head in my hands, um, which is good podcast viewing. Um, viewing listeners. I didn't get a new lunchbox. I was so focused on all the other all things. All the crap, yeah. Um, and we might even put a photo up of my van on the way to school. I think it's an excellent idea. Because I had the wheelchair, the walker, um, a new addition, an IV pole, um, and a pump. And I think I'm going to try and get another pump. Yeah, sure. I think... Um, think I'm gonna ask hospital because I was talking to school nurse and I think this pump if I just say it's gonna get ruined going back and forth every day 
they're not really that expensive. Like in the scheme of things, they're only a couple of hundred dollars. From no, they're like yeah, a couple they're not thousand. huge. But they actually look it up. I'll the, Google it while we're talking. Um, the pumps. extension tube from the peg to the pump. Yeah, they're about one hundred and fifty bucks each. They're stupid expensive. Yeah, okay. because that's because if you put a medical product, you put a zero on the end. Okay, so why wouldn't the pump be? That's okay, why I assume. I'm just going to look pump. it up yeah. right now. Um, um, but I should be able to get another one from either the hospital or um, through funding. Um, Shopping. And then um, I'm really happy because our um, oh, I, my apologies. You can get uh, you can get them for one thousand four hundred ninety two dollars. Yeah. Uh, all six hundred fifty two six hundred fifty bucks on eBay. Okay. I'm home in the hospital because if it's from the hospital, they just, you go, oh, it's not working, and they just swap it out for you. So that would be handy. Oh, no, you can get them. You can get other ones for like 500 bucks. Same brand? Cause all no, stuff, different brand. Yeah, so I need the same brand. Uh, all right, I was long. It's um, how long it's been since I've been right. the game. Um, and the same thing as then, uh, day beforehand, I'd been so focused on organizing all the other stuff because we'd had the big multidisciplinary meeting, which I don't know if that was in the last podcast or not. The planning meeting for school or mm, for care? For school. Ah, uh, the school meetings. Yeah, yeah. So we had, um, a school nurse, the, um, oh my God. So, so we had the person who was, um, the learning coordinator because mm. our, normal one had been on long service leave the whole sure. last term and yeah. you know last term hadn't been great um and i walked into this meeting and i had the assistant principal there was like eight people there oh um uh our lovely anita holding who's now the whole education department that's who you need to call anita uh, noted yes <laughs> sorry um, and then um, she was there as well. And I walked in and Chris was there. He's the learning coordinator who was away on long service leave. And yep. he'd come back from a fishing trip just for this meeting. Did he catch anything? Um, I don't know. You certainly caught me. Is that I, your meeting? I cried. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Chris, thank, thank you God for being there. So we made all these plans um, ready for school this year and organising all that stuff. I forgot about books. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the pencil case. <laughs> Actually, I just, no, I didn't forget the pencil case. So t- c- remind me, yeah. say pencil case Ooh. later. Um, and, yeah, so all the stuff, no new lunchbox, no uh, – I did have books in the end, but um, last-minute run to office works. Mm. And um, dumped them off to school with all the stuff and things and – How many trips in? Oh, so many. Um, oh, I got – uh, wheel in with the chair and stuff, just left everything else beside the car. And then just went and back then, and then, yeah, got them off to class. Um, but then a lot of the stuff we discussed at the meeting last year hadn't been done yet. Again. So, like, the bed uh, had to be raised up a little bit because uh, they're having fluids run. Um, this, that, because of friggin' COVID. Yeah. And that has, uh, for our mainland listeners and people overseas, Tasmania was in this beautiful little uh, bubble for a couple of years where we didn't have any and well no we didn't because you know we all had Stockholm syndrome with Peter <laughs> with Gutsa and uh we were all locked in and there was no COVID like the whole state shut down the whole city shut down for three days because we had one person with COVID running around yeah. um and for overseas uh listeners we're an island we have a freaking moat around us it's so amazing we lived in this little happy bubble of normal life and then the borders opened on the 15th of december and now we've you know got thousands of cases and people being affected every day like everyone else has and i think we're all just catching up and adjusting to it really. yeah it's, we really um, do 
It's weird. It and is. now they're back at school because we didn't get the, oh, you've got some cases locked down, oh, cases locked down. We just got let it rip. And now I was so careful all school holidays. Mm-hmm. And I know you were as well. Oh, God. We didn't go out. We didn't, didn't do, do stuff. Didn't go away. Did a lot of beach things. And then it's like, well, they're going back to school now anyway. So I'm just waiting for because what will happen in my household is because Maddie can't wear a mask, she'll be she'll get it, bring it to the home, and all three of us will have it. And we've been trying to work out. So this is part of the COVID planning is for us. Is like, okay, so if I get COVID, I still have to look after my child because I won't be able to have anyone come in to the house. Um, so then 24 hours a day whilst I'll have COVID, I'll still have to look after Maddie, which means she'll get COVID and I still have to look after my son. So we will all get COVID. There is just no way around it. Yeah. So it's just a case of waiting for that now. And I, I, you know, because I'm a prepper, I bought a shit ton of, <laughs> a shit ton of rats. Yeah. Who would have thought of we'd be saying, I bought a shit ton of rats. Um, and so I just do one on a Monday and a Thursday for work and for school reasons to make yeah. sure that I'm not, you know, sharing the love. Yeah, well, that's – I don't know how often – because when it first started, mm. it was like – it was, oh, well, the support works like, we'll do all rats every time. And then they were so hard to come by to start with. Yeah. It was like, well, there's no point. And then they don't really work until you're symptomatic if you're going to get symptomatic. So – oh, what's the point? And now she feels better, like our main one, yeah. if she does one beforehand. So we've got this and whole thing too, like, um, and with school. So Maddie started high school this year and because this, this feeds into it, it's like, so let's go back to our old chestnut disability parking. <laughs> let's rub it oh, I still don't have a good one at school I still don't understand at my school why they're up the top of the friggin down thing. the 30 degree incline hill nowhere near anywhere it's the only way to get from there to the classroom is down the driveway where there's traffic it's bonkers well in my case at the school there's you know some special parking going on by someone um, and as a consequence it makes dropping off really tricky and so my first day was uh, with Maddie was I had to be at work. I've got a I had a staff member out at work who was unwell. Oh, and FYI too, um, Amanda now is working almost full time. So yeah, I makes... I, I had to because our family needed money. Um, so and it's it's damn hard on the kids, but it we just have to. So I was covering those shifts, and I need to be at work because I had eighteen. I think I had was it? No, it wasn't that many. It was like. 12 COVID vaccines to give that morning uh, on top of all of the other clinical nursing work. And um, if I started late, then the whole day gets thrown. So I'd go to drop off and the car park's blocked. So then it's like, all right, it's quarter nine. I'll just unload, quickly unload the wheelchair, which I'd had to bring down onto the onto the footpath. And then I'll... Still don't get why you had to take the manual chair when there's an electric chair there. I'd know maybe if the manual chair, electric breaks down. Okay. Don't know. Oh, you're leaving it there? Yeah, it's staying there. And so then I so I leave that on the sidewalk. I then had to get in the car and move it because I was in the bus spot, get it, that up to the pub, run back down, get the wheelchair to Madeline. No, sorry, to the class. That's right, I was dropping off the wheelchair. And then get the car back, 
go back up to the hill to the pub and bring the car down to the parks and wait for someone to a free spot to go in because some someone decided to park in an area that was blocking and obstructing the disability parking. And that's the impact. So that like in the morning when I'd done the drop off, I was so late for work and probably stressed and it's tiring. It's already tiring enough getting to school. Yeah, and that's yeah. what people don't get. I actually want to do a thing. I don't know how to do a pledge on Facebook or online. Like a, not a petition. And if, every time I write pledge down, um, it just is stuff about money. I'm trying to Google it. I want to start a pledge of people to never, ever pull up in a disability car park even for a second because I yeah. freaking couldn't get a park in town the other day and we had to go home. And my child couldn't go to EB Games because people are assholes. There was someone unloading a pram in one. That's, that's not a disability. That's no. a baby. And we'll circle <laughs> we'll circle back to the concept of vans and, and cars and why it becomes such an issue is that the flow on effect is huge. The ripple effects are huge. It's, yeah. But how's um how's Wilson going back at school? Happy? Um well well, they're not there today. Um they couldn't wake up. Um they look well they did wake up this morning and went they look shit, but they wanted to go to hydro, mm. and then um, our support worker was just going to make the call on whether to go to school, but they've got Digitech. They've got all these, like, cut, because they want to be a, um, an animator. That's their right. thing. Okay. They want to do um, uh, anime. Yeah, so therefore wants to get to that class. And yeah. they really want to get to that class, but Loz has been trying to wake her up. I'm looking at messages now. can't wake them up for it. Um so yeah, they, they like they like being back at school. They like being back with their friends. Yeah. Um, I wanted to keep them home for three weeks, till let it rip worked. <laughs> um, and let all those. I love the fact that all the privileged kids. Oh, I actually don't love any kids. I'm I'm going to leave that in there, yeah. but I don't actually mean I love that anyone got sick. But I love that the um, Catholic schools and private schools, the privileged kids, were the test group because they came back a week early. <laughs> and we all sat back and waited. And how many days was it? Two? It was at two or three days yeah, before it yeah. started going through the school. So well, it will happen. And there's already COVID cases at Truna. Oh, there's, there's COVID cases everywhere. And I mean, there's uh, so my friend Jane Doe, um, she uh, um, is getting hip replacement today. Good luck. Uh, it's, is it... When you listen to this in four weeks' time and you're already recovered. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, and, and so she made this decision, though, and her whole family made the decision that because her youngest, her daughter has hyperplastic heart syndrome, so she's dying. Yeah. Um, or has an, a condition where the uh, prognosis is unknown. Yeah. We'll call it that. And so in her case, it's like the whole family has to basically essentially quarantine because... And they've made the decision for for her daughter not to go to school mm. because the risk is so great. Yeah. Um, and I believe that's a good decision because I believe there's COVID in that school as well. There's COVID in every, every school. school. Um, but in her case, one of the things when we were catching up about it, and I think I told you this, I've told you this, is that she said it, and it hit me really hard. She said, oh, it is just exhausting making life and death, life and death decisions every day. Oh, see, that's going to get me. Look at that. You've made me cry now. Um, but it's true that for them especially, this whole other level. So Maddie's not immune compromised, so I had that at least. But the fact is for that family, 
They have to think that way. Okay, Mm. what happens until she's fully immunised? How do we manage that? All right, can we safely send her to school? No. The whole family has to walk around on, you know. And that's what you're doing. You're making these decisions. I I was so torn about making the decision because I'm doing the same thing. I don't know what's going to happen with Will when they get it. No. I do not know how badly, and especially with the mitochondrial stuff, you find when they get sick, they don't bounce back. They just get sick. And then they're down another level. And um, we – but her stepbrothers are going to school. Yeah, exactly. So they're going to bring it home. So they might as well go to school and live life. It was actually very interesting, though. There was a, a report in the ABC where they're they finally actually people – publicly being named people with um, – the person with COVID who died with uh, – what was it? Co- pre-existing conditions. Or medical conditions. Mm. Underlying medical conditions. Yeah is a disability community. It's it's finally just being publicly acknowledged that those people, like they're our kids and they're someone's brother or sister or mum or dad. Yeah, but they don't count because they've got a pre-existing condition. They can die. They're all right. They can be a number. That's fine. (laughs) It'll make the the government happy. It'll cut down their NDIO. That's what I thought. I think the letting it rip is a massive conspiracy to, um, oh, I've got to, like, to cut down the aged care bill and cut down the NDIS bill because they'll all be dead. So who cares? Oh, I hate being that cynical, but sometimes it, sometimes it's, it feels it's not, like it. I don't think it's that. I don't. I don't know if it's at that level, but I do feel that What's uh, our thing? community is treated as disposable. Uh, I need a word here. You help me find my word that I need to find. Indeed. Right. I'm not saying they're Nazis, the government, right? But <laughs> are they <laughs> purchasing eugenics? No. Eugenics, that's the word. Yeah. It is a bit like eugenics, though, because if all the weak and pre-existing condition people and elderly die, who's going to be left? All the boring people who are healthy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We can take a break now if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, actually. On that jolly note. Yeah. And that's, and that's, now I've got to your genetics. This is, this is how we rip. And so Sally edits it out as we need to because we just, just, we just fly off consciousness. Yeah. And then just You're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but this and, is and there's, no, there's no, uh, it doesn't uh, follow any straight tack. So we'll have to go back and then fill in all the but bits I also, we didn't talk about. I also tend to loop back. Telling. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So you need to move positions, don't you? Yeah, I reckon we should go out side now. Let us know what you thought. There's also the Patreon. Feel free to chuck a few bucks in there if you want to support our gin habit or if you want us to pay an editor to make this sound less shit. But most importantly, if this episode has brought up any issues for you we've put the link in the show notes to beyond blue lifeline and carers australia make sure you keep talking big love to you all